Woof, I'm just gonna... It's just gonna get a little air in here. Ah, oh, it's just the sea outside. The mountain range of Mexican mountains. Beautiful sunset. Ah, oh, Ted Leo and Amy Mann playing there right on the water's edge. And still... And you're here with me. Yeah, it's uh, just... It's time to... Um, Let's just shut that. <sighs> Sit in the cabin of the ship. Hey, Dan. Morin, you're on a boat. Dan, I sure this am. This is a boat cast. I am on the Holland America Westerdam, which is a... Well, it's currently a ship right now is the Joko Cruise. The Jonathan Colton cruise which is a ship full of nerds uh games comedy podcasts uh musicians such as ted leo amy mann john roderick jonathan colton um there's uh comedians like cameron esposito and Rhea butcher and uh justin mcelroy of all podcasts and janet varney and uh Hal and Mark from We Got This. Uh, I'm gonna see them and the crew of Night Vale. So yeah, I'm on a. I'm on a. Uh, let me put my feet up on my and look out at the ocean. I'm gonna turn my chair around to look at the ocean. And how are you, Dan? Is everything basically like that where you are? Oh yeah, yeah. I um, yeah. I'm <sighs> also looking out on a beautiful. Oh no, Maureen. I'm not. No, huh. you abandoned us in hell. Well, we've had kind of at sea where I'm at as we drift in. We drift in and out of time zones along the pure waters of the Baja Peninsula. And the Wi-Fi is a little patchy. So mm. sometimes we get news. and some, So has anything been going on? Oh, well, I, I'm not sure if I should ruin your cruise chill. Well, so I mean, I'll say no, not at all. No, really? It's everything's been fine. Yeah, it seems, it's been weird. Seems really wow. It's amazing. I thought that just given the, just that I thought something would be happening. So everything's okay with like the Russia stuff. Um. Yeah. 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 Yeah, everything's okay. fine, Maureen. Health, healthcare? I mean, that seemed like that was going to blow up at any second. And No, uh, you know, it's all, it's all just, it's all fine. Really? You, you enjoy, you enjoy, they got shuffleboard there, right? They just actually do, do on the, um, they have it on the deck 10, which is the observation deck area. They have a cappuccino bar. A library, which is constantly full of people uh, peacefully reading, doing puzzles. Uh, this this boat is full of some of the nicest people I have ever met. Uh, we peacefully, we play games. We play board games all over the place. Um, the music's great. Uh, you hang out, you talk to these great musicians, and there's food. Like, Dan, there's, there's food 24 hours a day. There is a taco bar at all times on deck nine. And oh. there's also just constant buffets and late night ice cream and pizza 
and you can just go up to basically any bar and get like a delicious cold drink and just look over and see so i i mean at the good thing is i know that during this week trump probably hasn't done any late night tweeting no nothing because i haven't seen no, it it's been it's yeah no it's we're all fine my my advice maureen find somewhere on the ship to hide and never leave it again you'll be fine that way just find like a like a broom closet or something that they're not going to check when do you disembark saturday or when are you supposed to disembark yeah saturday so you know saturday morning find a broom closet maybe put a little like do a switcheroo put the broom top on your head hide in there and never leave you'll be fine you'll never know i feel like you're keeping something from me i just i want you to have a nice time on the boat maureen it's just what is it you're not saying it's i i things have they're it's fine here dan just listen to it again ocean breezes oh i think amy man's on i can see the lights of loretto yeah they're actually i want you i want you to know this they have taken over the town square of loretto and ted and amy and jonathan and they're all perry grip you know uh they're all playing in the open air on a warm night you can probably hear them a little bit I do. I just picked that up a little. Um, Dan, I sit in my cabin. Dan, I sit in my cabin and I watch MSNBC all day. Just, I know what you're keeping oh, from me. Maureen, why are you doing that to yourself? Dan, I, oh. I, uh, first thing I do in the morning is I, I pick up the remote control. You. Oh, yeah. No. no. There is no escape, I was Dan. living vicariously through you. I was like, well, at least Maureen doesn't know what's going on. Maureen, it's been a fucking nightmare. I know. Since you left, it's been like 40 years. You've been on that boat for 40 years. Uh, We're Dan, all like ancient and... I, I'm also on a different time zone. So by the time I wake up on these peaceful waters, Trump's been up for like hours and hours and all of this stuff, like all the real late night news shows, we see them at like 7 so that's what i go to sleep to i have four hours of msnbc in my brain before i hit the pillow and then i wake up and it all happens again uh let's you go can't even escape it on a boat let's go out to sea dan together come with me i see the lights i see the lights of mexico i see the beach <sighs> i'm looking at it now dan there are swirling pink clouds over a purple mountain range. Oh, but no. Let's get down to it. It's time for Says Who. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I'm Dan Sinker. And I'm Maureen Johnson, coming to you live from the Westerdam, where we still get MSNBC, as I've previously stated. 
and CNN and everything else. Yeah. So Maureen, you went off on the Joko cruise and I think you were like uh, moments from closing your suitcase. And I was like, you know what? Maybe pack a mic in case anything happens this week. I really want the suitcase uh, was closed and you sent me a message at like 11 o'clock at night right before I went to bed. And I was like, I'll just get out of bed and put the microphone in. What in case anything happens. And then it just seems like literally everything happened. Like uh, the these doing these episodes, you take a moment before before we before we record uh, to try to capture everything. And uh, you sent me an email maybe an hour ago saying, I think our ship to shore communications is going to be strong enough that we could record basically right now. And uh, so I was like, oh, okay. Um, And I wrote down only four bullet points. But, like, they are all enormous, right? I I just wrote down Jeff Sessions, wiretap, Muslim ban, healthcare. And, of course, like, that's in... That's a bad menu. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like, what horrible thing do you want to talk about now while you're floating at sea? Um... But the craziest part about it was the first one, Jeff Sessions. I was like, wait, that was last. Was that last? That feels like longer ago than like last Thursday. But it was last Thursday. Yeah. Like, I think that was why I sent you the note. Like, hey, you know what? Like, if everything goes south, have a mic. And now it's just like, whoa, that was ancient news. Like, Yeah, I that- can tell you sort of by port of call because we flew to San Diego on Friday. And by the time we landed... uh. The Jeff Sessions stuff was exp- like barfing all over the news. Yeah. Yeah. And now where's like where's Jeff Sessions now? Now he seems fine. Like that's one of the things that is like, man, it, it, this. Did you know it's only been like a month and a half? Has it? And Every, I think so, right? Like January 20th. So we're talking like, yeah, like we're talking, yeah, a month and a couple of weeks. Um, like barely a month and a half even. And there's always, there's like, I, has a week gone by where there hasn't been something like the way that session stuff broke where it was like, this is it. This is like all the dominoes are starting to fall. And then you realize like, oh, no. They just like they 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 all fell, but it was one of those like domino art things, and it just created a picture of a big middle finger, and then that was it. I don't know, Dan, because actually, as we were recording the last time, Trump had just given the speech where he didn't poop himself, and everyone said, "This is the pivot. This is the you know." And there was that right. false sense of you know, oh, this is going to turn it all around and Trump always behaves when he's in trouble and then basically 24 hours later all the Jeff Sessions stuff started to happen and he's in trouble he is the trouble there is there is a constant thundercloud now over him at all times and apparently he was angry there's that video of him yelling and Steve Bannon but we we haven't we haven't even gotten that far down yet no we haven't we haven't Jeff Sessions 
and his connections to the Russian ambassador and the various, I don't know if you saw the various interviews with people, including the one Trump advisor whose name I can never remember, Craig somebody, I think, who was interviewed on um by on MSNBC and they just tried to pin him down. Uh Chris Hayes tried to pin him down and say, Did you meet with the Russian ambassador? And he was giving answers like, I didn't not meet him or I never met him. One of his best answers was I never met him outside of Chicago. To which yeah. Chris Hayes was like, So you yeah. met him in Chicago? And he's like, Well I didn't not meet him. Like I you know Yeah. This was this was Carter Page. Carter Page. I don't know why I thought he was named yeah. Craig, but I just kind of seem like a Craig. You know. And then sure. that guy changed his story and said, oh, well, after those meetings at the RNC with the Russian ambassador, can we just rewind and say the Russian ambassador apparently attended the RNC? Everybody met him. And after yeah. meeting him, Trump changed his position on the Ukraine. And yeah, that's right. You no. Know, whether or not sure. Jeff Sessions used his which money he used to get to the RNC is also part of this. And uh, this is all led to Jeff Sessions recusing himself from the ongoing investigation into the Trump campaign's ties to Russia. Um, that's yeah. the Jeff Sessions stuff. So that was all happening sort of Friday. Then he went to Mar-a-Lago. Our good friend, Donald Trump, he could not, he could not, could not go another weekend, not in the basking in the Florida sun. But he did not uh, go without first blowing up at, at Rince Priebus and uh, Steve Bannon about the fact that he didn't feel like Jeff Sessions should recuse himself. Now, before we jump too far ahead, did you actually listen to, no, you were on a boat. Oh, God, why are we having any of this? You should be like having a Mai Tai on the Lido deck or whatever. Um, I have not, I don't know how, what, what, what lucky star I've been operating under that I have not heard Jeff Sessions speak before. Mm. Um, I've obviously seen his picture, but mm-hmm. he, like, he looks like an sort of a plotting Keebler elf. Like but a he Mr. sounds like, a, like Mr. Burns a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but he's a little more robustish. Yeah, yeah, and uh, but man, he just sounds like a shitty Wilford Brimley. Mm-hmm. Real folksy. Yeah, just like hey there, don't <laughs> mind me. Oh God, all these people, Maureen, like that Carter Page dude. Jeff Sessions, all of them, they make me insane. All like, uh, like sometimes I can't even hear, I can't see their faces, can't hear their voices. Uh. Trump's yeah, group of course, is you know, just like, a, like a bag of ferrets. Yeah. Oh no, he's down in he's down in Florida, and as someone who can, as again, open her door and oh, that's some nice ocean breeze. I understand the appeal. It's nice. However, he is, I take a breath as I say this, the president, and he's down there, he's got his wedge salad, you know, in his insecure, where he's, where he fumed around all weekend. He was so sad. He was so sad. He was sad. He was mad. 
Nothing was going according to plan. It was his good news week. And it all went to hell because he can't escape Russia, which, you know, like, it, it that's the most amazing thing is, like, every time you think, like, well, this is the last we've heard of Russia, it's like, oh, here are five more people that have met with the Russian ambassador or are somehow tied up with Russia. And, uh, yeah, and, and yet he acts so pissed off about it. And it's like, well, there was a way around that, man. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know if I've met ever with the Russian ambassador. Have you? Well, that's the thing, Dan, is that apparently it's very difficult not to meet with the Russian ambassador. And apparently, it's definitely happens, a point. It's a Chicago thing, Dan. So you've probably met him. I don't. I don't think it's a Chicago thing. Well, <laughs> I'm not taking the beat for this one. No, I mean, as that <laughs> guy said, fault, like, I only met him in Chicago. Like, it just seems like you go to Chicago and you can't help but meet the guy. Like, he's just, you're trying to get, what do you buy, those Chicago beefs? You're trying to buy the Chicago beefs. You hand over your money. Who's that behind the counter? It's the goddamn Russian ambassador giving you your sandwich. He's everywhere, that guy. He's probably on the ship. I'll have to check the schedule. Yep. You're going you're gonna to go hide out in that broom closet on Saturday, and he's already going to be in there. I have a feeling, because it is apparently really difficult to avoid the guy. But it made Trump so sad, yeah. Dan. So sad. Yeah. He was pissed. He had to play golf twice. <gasps> he was so mad, he had to play golf twice, Maureen. So and then he, he met on... Jeff Sessions greet people at, the, uh, at Mar-a-Lago. Did, did you manage to miss that part? I did miss that part. Oh, yeah. So there are all these photos from Saturday night. There was some benefit happening at Mar-a-Lago because, you know, why not? And um, and for some reason, Jeff Sessions was standing in the lobby shaking people's hand as in welcoming them like a like a Walmart greeter. That's like a shitty version of this cruise. Like you you go <laughs> and you get to sort of meet and greet, except you go somewhere tropical and you have to shake hands with Jeff Jeff Sessions and then somewhere in the building, the Russian ambassador is hiding and Trump just is storming around playing golf and angry tweeting. And they can't seem to stop him, Dan. They're all they're All of their answers are getting very weird and cagey. But what was it that he was tweeting about? Are we there? Yes. On the list? I think I think we're there. I think we're there. So when was this? Was this this was Sunday morning, right? Something like that. I believe yeah. it was happening around think, 2 or 3 in the morning. Yeah, I think it was Sunday morning, which is remarkable considering that it's only Tuesday right now and it feels like easily a week or two ago, where he began to go off on this tear about how he has just learned that Barack Obama is, was wiretapping Trump Tower in October and what a terrible thing that was and, and how dare he do that. And uh, I believe he called him a sick man. Um, and everyone, seemingly from 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 most political persuasions, saw this string of tweets and went, what is he doing? Like, nobody knows what he's talking about. At all. Yep. Since that point, people have begun to figure out like, oh, there was this like, you know, wingnut right wing 
radio host talking about this and then it moved to Breitbart and like it's purely like his sources appear to be nothing but like far right propaganda media. And yet now, you know, he demanded. Uh, oh, God, we forgot this part even during the whole Jeff Sessions thing. He jumps on Twitter and starts hereby decreeing that they investigate uh, Schumer and Pelosi. It took him three tweets before he could spell hereby right, which is a great sign. Um. But he, yeah, he says, you know, I want a full investigation of these wiretaps, which he keeps spelling tap with two P's, which is just hilarious. Um, yeah, and so now suddenly, like, wrapped into all of this Russia stuff is these accusations that Barack Obama, a guy who uh, the last picture I saw was, like, literally living on a kite board, is uh, the mastermind behind some shadow government coup uh, being plotted against Donald Trump. Can I offer you a point of hope, Dan? Please. And it's not just me opening my door again so you can hear the ocean breeze and the sound of Amy Mann and Ted Leo playing across the water. That's not it. The point of hope is just flash back in time to right before, that week before Trump took office, and Obama gave that speech that everyone was like, Oh, this is a disappointment. Why doesn't he say more? But at the time, I remember thinking, he knows what's going on. I think they've put something... I fully believe that they have taken steps to do something about this. And then he left, and he's, again, as you said, just permanently attached to a kite board or drinking cocktails with Richard Branson on an island. Like, that is 100%, you know looking at starfish and Hillary Clinton is still wandering the woods. They have both gotten out of Dodge very conspicuously, but we did find out that the Obama administration found all this stuff about Russia and squirreled it safely in all these different government offices. So it couldn't be picked up and thrown away and it couldn't be hidden. They did their best to lock down every bit of intelligence they could because they know. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. I can only think they kind of like, they went full national treasure on it. <laughs> like They were just like, oh, this secret compartment inside the desk. Roll up a little scroll here with that information. And, and uh, yeah, that eventually we will have sort of a, a hunt through Washington, D.C., uncovering piece by piece these bits of information that they have squirreled away. Yeah, in, um, in a kind of uh, Da Vinci code or, you know, you'll have to look at everything through a little pyramid. There is a scene in one of those Dan Brown books where they have to boil a pyramid in order to find old American secrets. And if there's no pyramid boiling, I'm going to be sad. Um, but the Obama administration, they had information and they locked it down. And this is because, you know, Watergate took a long, long time to spill out. I mean, think of how long that investigation, the following yeah. the money, this is like crazy Watergate in which they're instead of small, hard to find pieces of information. It's like giant boulders that they have to keep picking up that are just everywhere all over the landscape. Just giant, giant red flags yeah. that everybody can see that 
uh, Woodward and Bernstein were working in secret, looking, you know, looking at single pieces of paper and talking to people in dark parking lots. And Nixon is taping himself in secret. And here we have a president who just literally shouts this stuff to the world in the middle of the night at all times. The government itself is trying to show us the in- was tried to leave breadcrumbs all over the place so we could find the information. We are this is stupid Watergate. It's stupid gate. It is stu- it is stupid gate and it does feel a little bit like everyone just advanced their clocks, right? Like everyone on like shitty side was like, oh, okay, we got to get this moving faster, right? And so then we got this one-two punch. So this is one of the most depressing slash enraging moments of Trump's pouty weekend was apparently on Sunday night, um, they tried to cheer him up at dinner um, by talking him through all of the steps that were about to unfold uh, with the reintroduced Muslim ban. Like, you know what? This is like, hey, buddy, we're sorry you're feeling so bummed. Let's put a smile on your face by talking about how you're about to fuck up a bunch of people's lives. Yeah. And it worked. Then they released uh, the Muslim ban, too. Uh, Trump previously saying that they could not give a a, a warning to all the, quote, bad dudes that were going to flood the country. Uh, but then, in fact, this time uh, there is a a, a a fairly generous warning of a, a week or two before the ban gets uh, put into place. They have ben, corrected. That, that, ban, that ban was urgent. It had to be done right, right away. Like this very second, Dan. Yeah. No, you know, right? it's weird, Maureen. I know that you believe most of what they say, but that one seems to have been them kind of riffing. Um, perhaps not as true, uh, perhaps not as big a threat to national security. Um, it really feels this time around that they are putting this through simply because they really want to do it. Like not any other reason other than like, you know what? We just want to ban these, these, these Muslims. Well, let's just do that. Dad, not look what for about, a good reason. Let's separate, just do it. We've, we've got to separate parents and children at the border, Dan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that came through on Monday, too, that that they're doing that. They've definitely switched into like, oh, let's be evil in high gear. Right. Which certainly does make it feel like maybe they feel like the, the wagons are 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 coming around. Um, which brings us to the health care bill. Maureen, we've got uh, we're repealing and replacing Obamacare and it's uh, we're replacing it with something better. As well, what was is promised. It? it sounds really good, Dan. I'm, oh. I'm very eager. This I haven't. I know, I know. it happened, but I, I haven't know. read any of the details. So I'm I'm really actually genuinely excited to hear this great news because I'd, I'd I need health insurance. So can you tell me what's what's going on? It sounds like it's, it's going to be great. Sure. Well, a quick caveat. Mm-hmm. Um, the the bill is 66 pages long. Okay. Um. Seven of those pages are about uh, what to do if you're on Medicaid and you win the lottery. Mm-hmm. Um, why more than a tenth of the overall bill is dedicated to literally the possibility of winning the lottery? Uh, no one's sure. Um, the whole thing is written in like 14 point font. 
Um, you know how they've had seven years to work on this thing? Mm-hmm. It seems like maybe they started working on it last Thursday. Really? And they kind of cobbled together a few bad ideas, um, you know, and uh, somebody that really cared about the lottery a lot got their hands on it. And then they were just like, OK, cool, we're done. Um, they don't know how they're paying for it because uh, they're getting rid of the way that that Obamacare was paid for, which was uh, taxes on very rich people. Uh, we can't have that. So uh, they don't know how they're going to pay for it. Uh, they rushed it through so quickly that the Congressional Budget Office has not actually uh, investigated it, come up with a score on whether it actually saves money. They don't know if it's going to save money. And they don't know how many people uh, will lose or gain coverage from it. But, you know, they're going to pass it in two days. By the time you're off the boat, they are hoping to have voted on this thing and gotten it through the House. Dan, that doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound no. good at Dan. No. Wait, no. at it's, least it's, tell me it's... that that at least tell me that we got this because Rand Paul got a copy with that with that copier he was pushing around on a cart. Rand Paul hates it. Uh oh. he has come out against it. What? Um he's he's come out against it because he just wants to see it gone completely. Um it appears as if the only people that like this bill are Paul Ryan and the voices in his head. Um, yeah, the like conservative Republicans hate it because they want to see Obamacare fully repealed and this does not do it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, anyone that is looking at their actual health insurance and saying like, what the fuck? Uh, hates it. Uh, the AARP has already released a folksy video and come up with the term the age tax uh, to lobby against the fact that uh, premiums would go up for for uh, older folk. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which it's like, oh, man, you've got the olds on this. You're done. Um, yeah, it's it's. um. But of course, uh, uh, Trump has already tweeted out about how wonderful it is and how happy everyone is about it. Who do you think wrote this? um, The bill? Yeah. Who came up with this? I mean, it's got to be Paul Ryan and various cronies. I do know that it appears as if... Yeah, a bag of spiders. bag of spiders. Maybe a couple of cold hot dogs. But um, it doesn't appear as if the new newly named uh, head of health and human services has actually read it because he was asked about it today and uh, claimed to not know various details of it. So, you know, why would you want that? Well, it doesn't make me feel good at all, Dan. No, I don't feel good at all about these things that you're saying. Wait, quick, open your door. All right. Oh my god, it's nice out. Now the sky is a a steely blue, Dan, and tell you what, this boat is got a sturdy Dutch captain. We've got fifteen hundred souls on board, all of whom are as a lot of scientists, healthcare professionals, engineers, teachers, uh I mean Given uh, the type of people on board and these 
the musicians, the comedians and the writers and everybody. I think we could have a functional society. I mean, we have we have food and water and gosh, Dan, I we're out here on the water and why no one could get us. Maureen, save yourself. Right now, you you have everything that you need right there in that boat. And nothing bad has ever happened on a boat. That's and true. And so you're good. Just stay. It's the safest form of transportation possible. There's never been anything that's ever gone wrong on a boat. You're that's good. True. Just save yourself. Save yourself. The other beautiful people on that boat. Never come back. Well, how, 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 how's your crazy wall? I can't see it anymore. Um, I have to kind of uh, uh, come down uh, very gingerly down the basement steps, uh, stepping around all of the yarn and uh, post-its and things. Um, it, it, I've, it, 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 the Russia wing alone is now impenetrable, let alone uh, any other part. Really, Maureen, it's, you've got shuffleboard, is there pineapple on the boat? There is. Uh, yesterday we had a gala nerd dinner, um, and I had as my first course as my kind of amuse bouche was uh, something called a pineapple boat. Um, it was just actually a piece of pineapple that had other pieces of pineapple riding on it, but it was a pineapple boat, and it was tasty. Like there's a lot of tropical fruit here. And, you know, good. Yeah, this ship is good. full of delicious uh, California avocados. And um, oh, I do. If Dan, I, I've still got those five stitches in my hand, though. And I, I have to go home and get them taken out. And I have my dog at home. You're surrounded by salt water. It's sterile. Just yeah. dunk your hand in it every now and then. You're good. Dan, I want my it, dog. Well, what if... What if Zelda, your dog, has already begun a dog society in your absence? What if she is like queen of Dogtown? She, Dan, I'll tell you what, Zelda is queen of Dogtown. She is the queen of her doggy day camp and she lords around See? the place. But she's great. I, I would. She's good. You're good. Save yourself. Nope. I got to go back for my dog. And, you know, Dan, I I feel like we're getting closer. I think we're getting closer, Dan, to our eventual trip to Disney World, to our Dole Whip that won't hurt us. The Dole Whip that won't result in five stitches. I uh, So so uh, when last we spoke on this uh, air, uh, so first of all, for folks new to Dole Whip, uh, I've realized... More and more that we need to explain what it is. Dole Whip is a pineapple-flavored, delicious, soft-serve concoction served at the uh, Walt Disney theme parks. Oh, it's so good. Um, and last time we spoke, Maureen, you attempted to make your own Dole Whip and cut the hell out of your finger. Right, I uh, did on it. a can Very... of coconut, coconut milk. milk. Yes, on the lid of a can and... of coconut milk. Yes. It was such a revelation to me that I could make my own Dole Whip. 
that I very quickly looked up the directions. We ran to the store uh, to buy that. Uh, I had all of that stuff uh, splayed out on my counter and just needed to get some onions chopped for dinner and managed to cut the hell out of my finger. (laughs) While staring at the fixings for Dole Whip, Uh, I did not need to get stitches, but I did. I probably could have. And uh, I now have a a relatively flat top of my middle finger um, on my left hand. But Maureen, you can make your own Dole Whip. And it's then, delicious. This is a sign. Both of us completed the task, but both of us sliced open our fingers doing it. And I believe firmly at this point that the universe is signaling us, signaling us very strongly that we should not make our own Dole Whip, that we should, we will carry through, we will journey on to Trump being thrown out on his can to all of these fucks one by one because like Arya Stark we repeat their names at night Sean Spicer Kellyanne Conway Reince Priebus who's on your list Dan? Steve Bannon Steve Bannon Steve Bannon Carter Page Jeff Sessions all these motherfuckers who did you have to put a post-it over? each one of them who did you have to put a post-it over when... Oh, who? God. Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. Paul Say his name. Ryan. Say yeah. their names. Keep saying their names. Like Arya, you repeat their names at night. We never forget any of these fucks ever. Every single last one of them must be called to account for what they have done. Every single one of these little human tumors that have nestled inside our system. We can never forget when this is all accounted for. Any single one of these fucks. And when they go, Maureen, even just when the big fish goes, Mm -hmm. probably the littler fish will go, uh, or at least some of them will go soon. Where are we going? Going to Disney World, Dan. That's right, we are. My wife and I were just talking about that today and how, like, it will be so doubly awesome. Because not only are you at Disney World, you're at Disney World because Trump finally got what was coming to him. That's right. That's That how... Dole Whip will never taste so sweet, Maureen. The last says who will be at Disney World, then with the Dole Whip as we sign off. Yeah. While eating the Dole Whips of victory. But we're not there yet, Maureen. But we do need to sign off today. Uh, Our theme music was performed by uh, Ted Leo, who is performing out your door right now. My friend Ted Leo on this boat. uh, I would love to be on a boat with Ted Leo. It's great. I I highly, highly recommend it. We were just sitting around having some. uh, Dan, Dan, I was sitting at the. There's a there's like a green room performers bar that they've put together for us where we can sit and there's like drinks and food all the time. And they've for some reason cat decorated it. So there's like funny cat stuff everywhere. And I was sitting in a seat and my purse was on the seat next to me. And then sitting on the next seat was Amy Mann tuning her bass. And Ted Leo and Jonathan Colton working out some 
whatever they do with their guitars and stuff. And they just started strumming and singing and practicing. And I was the only one there. And I was just sitting there and kind of going, this is incredible. Like never, never leave. Save yourself. I know. And I know you keep saying that, but I'm coming back, Dan, because we got to resist. We all can't leave. You could could resist from a boat. You could be like L. Ron Hubbard. (laughs) You could be says who's L. Ron Hubbard off on a boat. I've already said that this ship should be called the Seaborg, but I don't know if the joke is taking off or not. Because, I, Dan, I read a lot about Scientology. I'm ready to talk about Scientology all the time. I mean, if it's I and trust me, I've already thought about this boat and its comparison to the Free Winds, which is the name of that crazy Scientology ship. But that's for another day. That's for the next podcast we do, which is all about just talking about Scientology and cults and other weird obsessions of ours. Um, and that'll be that would be a good. That's good. Think about that how great good. the future is going to be. When we don't have to think about this guy all the time. I'm just really well, Dan, looking forward to not going to bed and waking up mad. I'm looking forward to that moment. The day's but coming. you know one thing that doesn't make me mad, Maureen? The logo for Says Who was designed by Darth, and I love Darth, and Darth is back on Twitter, and that is like a little bomb of joy in a river of shit. Darth, we love you. We really, really do. Uh, if you listen to Says Who, please do tell your friends. Uh, please do write on iTunes that you enjoy it because that stuff helps. And it 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 hearing from you keeps us going. Uh, drop us a line at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. Hey, at Says Who Podcast dot com. If you want to send an email uh, slash Says Who Podcast on Facebook. And Maureen, we're going to sign off. I'm, as usual, in my basement in Chicago, and I am Dan Sinker. Hold on, I'm reaching for something, Dan. Here, kid. I need that. I need that thing. Here we go. Nope, nope, the sea monkey. Here we go. I want to read something to you, Dan. This is the sea monkey. It's our schedule for tomorrow. What have we got here? <sighs> Business of board games, magic show, Ask a Puppet Craft Workshops, Lock Sport Lock Picking and Handcuffs Picking, an International Wednesday Photo, a Metagaming Meetup. Oh, create a paper prototype for a video game. Uh, some office hours where you can uh, meet cool people and talk about podcasts and things. Uh, happy hours. Oh, so concerts tomorrow night. I'm in that. I'm in a live Night Vale show. That's going to be cool. There's a bunch of close-up magic and oh, choose your own adventure story with Will Wheaton. That seems like it'd be fun. Uh, Never Whew. leave. Oh, Never and then a big leave. ukulele party, everybody together. And so um, on that note, I'm Maureen Never Johnson. Leave. At Maureen Johnson on Twitter, currently on the Westerdam. And now I'm going to go off to uh, dinner up on the Lido deck uh, where we're going to have a taco party under the stars. Never leave. Save yourself. I'm sorry. Save yourself. Save yourself. Man, taco party.